This is the Catholic Life Coach with Jenny Gwynn. This podcast is designed to share powerful life coaching concepts through the lens of scripture, church teachings, and the lives of the saints. My goal is to equip and encourage you to live a happy, healthy, holy life so that you can be the light of Christ for those around you. Hey friends, I hope you are having a good week. Well, we survived COVID at our house. There are still a few lingering symptoms like congestion and fatigue, but for the most part, we had mild cases. I was thinking about the difference between now and when we first learned of COVID almost two years ago. So much has happened in those two years, some good and some bad. We've learned so much about the virus itself, but also about our society and how people behave and react in these types of situations. There has been a lot of fear around COVID because of all of the unknowns, especially the uncertainty of how it will impact your body can create a lot of fear. I remember the first few months of COVID when we were quarantined at home. My son and I had to run to Sam's to buy groceries. It was probably April or May. As we headed out, we put on layers of clothes. We wore masks. We wore hoodie sweatshirts so we could pull the hoods over our heads. We wore gloves. And then after we made our purchases and got back to the car, we wiped down all of our groceries with Clorox wipes. Then we took off our outer layer of clothes because we were worried they might be contaminated, stuffed them in a trash bag, and sealed it up tight. As soon as we got home, I dumped the bag of clothes into the washing machine in hot water. We laugh about it now, but at the time, there were so many unknowns. I am sure we looked ridiculous walking around the store all covered up, but at the time, it felt right. It felt like the right way to protect ourselves. When I meet with clients who are stressed, overwhelmed, and weary with COVID, I always tell them that there's no right or wrong way to handle the situation. They have to make decisions and choices about COVID the best way they know how, even if those choices and decisions look different than how someone else is doing it. I truly believe that everyone around us is doing the best they can. Research shows that during the pandemic, about four in 10 adults in the U.S., have reported symptoms of anxiety or depression, which is up from one in 10 adults who reported these symptoms pre-COVID. Researchers also found that many adults are reporting specific negative impacts on their mental health and well-being, such as difficulty sleeping, eating, an increase in alcohol consumption or substance use, and worsening chronic conditions due to worry and stress over the coronavirus. Each day, we are bombarded on TV, social media, email, conversations with family and friends, with information and opinions about COVID. It is so easy for your brain to be filled with many different conflicting thoughts, ideas, and beliefs, which in turn creates overwhelm, fear, and worry. Last week, we talked about the importance of nurturing the four pillars in our life, spiritual, mental, emotional, and physical. And last week's podcast, number 10, I shared ideas on how to strengthen your spiritual pillar, 
This week, we are going to focus on your mental pillar. Your mental pillar helps to create the foundation of your life, so it makes sense to create a strong one. One of my favorite Bible verses is 2 Corinthians 10. Paul tells us, For though we live in the world, we are not carrying on a worldly war. For the weapons of our warfare are not worldly, but have divine power to destroy strongholds. We destroy arguments and every proud obstacle to the knowledge of God and take every thought captive to obey Christ. So how does strengthening your mental pillar include taking every thought captive? Taking each thought captive means gaining an awareness of your thoughts so that you are in control. So many times it is easy to think that you are at the mercy of what is going on around you, COVID, conflict in the world or in your family, the weather, your health, other people's words or actions are all happening around you. It is easy to believe that you have no control and that these situations make you think and feel in a certain way. I am here to tell you that you do have control. Even when your mind seems to be spinning out of control, you can take your thoughts captive. You can examine what you are thinking. When I first became a life coach, I was coaching a young girl who had been in my first grade class years before. As we were examining her thoughts about an important relationship in her life that was creating pain and suffering, I shared with her that the situation did not dictate how she should think or feel. I told her that she had the ability to look at the relationship and decide how she wanted to feel about it. No matter what the other person said or how they acted, she could decide how to think and feel. We wrote down all of her thoughts about the relationship. We examined each thought and filtered them through the funnel of truth. I simply asked her if the thought was true. She was shocked at how many of the thoughts that she had on a regular basis were not true. So much of her pain was caused by thoughts that were opinions, judgments, and assumptions. These are not facts. They are not true. At the end of the session, she looked at me with tears in her eyes and said, Miss Gwen, why didn't you teach me this before? I feel so much better now. Well, that was a great question. We don't teach our children how to be strong mentally because most adults haven't learned the skills and strategies to create a strong mental pillar. I am going to give you three steps that you can take to strengthen your mental pillar. These steps are empty, examine, and edit. Let me explain each one. Step number one, empty. To uncover what you are thinking, you must empty your brain. Just like Paul tells us in 2 Corinthians, take each thought captive. The easiest way to do this is to write down everything you are thinking. Yes, everything. Take out a piece of paper and just go to town writing. You can start by setting the timer on your phone for five minutes. Write the whole time. And if more thoughts come up, just keep writing. It is hard to see what is in your head until you actually put it on paper. As you are writing, don't worry about editing. Don't worry about someone else reading what you are writing. Just write so that you empty your brain. 
Recently, I decided it was time to do a deep clean on my closet. My husband Gary and I have separate closets. His closet is perfectly organized. He can tell you where everything is, which items are in which drawer, on which shelf or hanger. My closet, on the other hand, tends to be organized chaos. I know the general vicinity of where stuff should be, but that's about it. So as I tackled my closet, it was a really big job. I took everything out of it. I mean everything, all the clothes, the shoes, the boxes. It was completely empty. Once the closet was emptied, I was surprised to find a few items that I had completely forgotten about. Now, don't tell my husband, but some of these items still had the price tag on them. Once I emptied my closet, I could examine my clothes and shoes. It's amazing how much stuff can be crammed in the closet, especially the stuff that gets pushed to the back and hidden under layers and layers of stuff. Now, the same is true with the thoughts in your brain. Until you empty out all of your thoughts, you won't realize how many layers of thoughts are buried in your mind. Step number two, examine. Once you see your thoughts on paper, then you get to examine those thoughts. Like the clothes in my closet, you may not have realized which thoughts were bouncing around in your head. Being aware of the thoughts can be powerful and liberating. I truly believe the biggest battle you face is with an invisible enemy. You are fighting a battle in your mind, and most people don't even realize it. The battle is with Satan, who will do everything in his power to keep you stuck in lies and uncertainty. One of the main ways he does this is through deception by trying to fill your mind with negative thoughts. You see, John 8 teaches us that Satan is a liar. He attempts over and over to get you to believe things that aren't true. That's why it's critical for you to empty your brain and examine the thoughts that you think on a daily basis. Many of the thoughts causing you pain and suffering are probably lies. As I was cleaning out my closet, I found two pairs of shoes that were buried in the back. Now, these shoes were at least 15 years old. They were the same style, but one pair was black and one pair was brown. I loved these shoes at one time. They were a daily part of my wardrobe when I taught kindergarten. To be honest, these shoes are completely out of style now. They were beat up more than I remembered and one of the shoes, the sole, had come unglued. It was time to get rid of these shoes. They were great shoes at one time, and I definitely got my money's worth out of them, but it was time to discard them to make room for shoes that fit my current lifestyle and needs. The same happens with our thoughts. Just because we think a thought over and over again, or it's something that we've believed for a long time, it doesn't mean that we have to keep it. When things don't meet our needs or serve us in our life, especially our thoughts, we can get rid of them. We can release them and open ourselves up for something new. Step number three is edit. Once you have emptied your brain and have examined your thoughts, then you can edit them. The definition of edit is to correct, condense, or modify. This is exactly what you do with your thoughts in the third step. 
You will find so much freedom and power in your life when you realize that you get to decide what to think. When you are able to uncover the lies that you believe about the world, yourself and others, you will take control of your life and find incredible joy and peace. To edit your thoughts, you simply run them through what I call the truth funnel. In the truth funnel, there are questions that you can ask yourself based on God's truth. In Romans 12, Paul says, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So some questions in your truth funnel could be, Is this thought true? Do I like this thought? Do I like how this thought makes me feel? Do I possibly want to get rid of this thought? Do I want to replace this thought with another one that's true? It changed my life to learn that I don't have to think about everything that comes into my mind. I can choose my thoughts and do my own thinking on purpose. Just like in cleaning out my closet, I was in charge of what went back into my closet. This allowed me to organize. This allowed me to put things where I could see them and only keep things that were useful in my life. The other items I was able to get rid of. I was able to release them out of my life to make room for the things that are important. When you find yourself worried, stressed, and on edge, Examine your current thoughts, and you will very likely find the culprit. You now have the power to edit those thoughts. Isn't it liberating to know that you can do something about your problems? When you learn to empty your thoughts, examine your thoughts, and edit your thoughts, then you are in control of your own thinking. The enemy will try to get to your thoughts each and every day, but you now have the tools to protect your mind. When those negative thoughts pop into your brain, and don't worry, they will, you have three steps to manage your mind. Empty, examine, and edit. All right, let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord, thank you for the amazing brain that you have given us. Thank you for keeping us grounded in truth with your word. We ask that you open our hearts and minds to see the lies that we believe each day, the lies that cause pain and suffering in our lives. As those thoughts are revealed, we ask that you equip and encourage us to replace them with your truth by reading scripture and creating a deep relationship with you. We pray for all of those who are suffering with mental health issues. We pray that they can find the help they need to be healed so they can lead a happy, healthy, holy life. Please join me now in placing people in our family, friends, those that we know who are struggling with mental health issues. Let's place them under Mary's mantle and pray a Hail Mary together. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. 
In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Just like last week, if you go to the podcast show notes, you will find a link for a reflection page so that you can assess the strength of your mental pillar. This will allow you to see where you need to focus your work. All right, friends, stay happy, healthy, and holy, and I will see you next week. God bless. For more information on Catholic Life Coaching, go to my website, catholiclifecoachacademy.com. Be sure to sign up for my weekly emails that are full of inspiration and ideas and to find out about upcoming events. The Academy is an online community of Catholic women, just like you, who are striving to live a happy, healthy, and holy life. In the Academy, you will find monthly workshops designed to help you create a life that you love by connecting on a deeper level with yourself, others, and in your faith. The Academy has a special focus on educators by helping them find joy in and out of the classroom. You will also find powerful coaching workshops to help you strengthen your marriage. To learn more, go to catholiclifecoachacademy.com. The music for this podcast is brought to you by The Vigil Project. They make music for the Catholic journey. To learn more about their ministry and to listen to more of their music, visit their website at thevigilproject.com.